Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. I've been doing this podcast since September of 2012, and boy, are my lips tired. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. Jody Lynn isn't joining us today. She's got uh, something else that she has to do this week, but she will be back again next week, and we'll all be looking forward to that. But we are not bereft of talent today. Because I have a really unique guest joining to me today. In fact, that well, that really is who she is. She is unique. No, no, I mean seriously, that's her name. Her name is unique. No, 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 you're not getting this. Her name is literally unique, beginning with a U. That's her name. Okay, now you got it. Okay, good. So, <laughs> no, her name is Unique Figueroa. She is the podcast host of a podcast called, not surprisingly, Becoming Unique. <laughs> And she's joining me to talk about self-love and self-care, two of our favorite topics. So, hi, Unique. How are you doing today? Hi, Walt. Thank you so much for having me today. And I am doing amazing. I hope the same is for you. I'm doing very well, thank you. And uh, we, we found out geographically we're actually located fairly close to each other because Unique's in Manhattan and I'm in Connecticut, which is a neighbor of New York. So that just kind of makes the world even smaller, which is kind of a cool thing. Yeah, we're in the yeah. tri-state area. That's New right. York, Jersey, Connecticut. That's it, yeah, <laughs> the place. That's the place yeah. to be, absolutely. So, well, give us a little bit of a background about Unique Figueroa. I mean, first of all, you gotta tell the story of the name. I mean, that's a great <laughs> Well, thank you. You know, well, my parents gave me my name and um, I asked my mother, like, is there a story behind my name? And she was like, no, I just named you Unique. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but if you meet her, I guess you would kind of get it because she is, um, she is, she's, she's a big, I'm not saying a big personality, but you know, you know when she's in the room. <laughs> uh, yes. If she, that she's makes one, sense. She's if one of those people who, who has an impact on a room. Yes, you know when she's in the room, so um, I can see her, you know, yeah. like, ooh, unique. <laughs> and and uh, Your name is perfectly unique, too. That's what's so cool about it. Yeah, but we are all unique, you know, mm-hmm. as I say to people. You know, people are like, oh, aren't you unique? And I always say, you know, we all are unique as well. And, you know, and like you said, I have a podcast called Becoming Unique for multiple reasons. Um one, it's my name. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then two, you know, a few years ago, Michelle Obama came out with her book called Becoming. And right. during one of her like press interviews, I think it was with Oprah, she made a comment saying, you know, I, I don't like when people ask children, what do they want to be when they grow up as if growing up was a final destination? Oh, we yes. are all, like yeah, <laughs> we are all always becoming. Yeah. And When she said that, it just really hit with me because I definitely think I spent a lot of my life like, okay, I arrived at adulthood. This is it. You know, I kind of put the, you know, (laughs) and thinking that, you know, there was no more. What do you want to be when you grow up? No more imagination. No more like I can do any and everything. It's like, okay, this is what life is. And just, you know, rolling with the punches and, you know. And, and that came out around the time when I was unconsciously going through a transformation within myself that I did that I was unaware of. Mm-hmm. You know, I started, I, you know, taking yoga classes. Like I, this evolution was happening, and 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 
for me to receive that comment from her, it came at the perfect time. If she would have said that when maybe I was in a different mindset in my life, I may not have been able to receive what she said. But mm. because I was already on this path of just evolving within myself, it kind of was like, yes, I could be anything I want to be anytime in my life. I don't have to wait until I grow up. <laughs> like, you know, so I was like, okay, you know, now uh, before I start the podcast, I was doing a YouTube and I was like, okay, so I'm going to call my YouTube becoming unique. You're just going to gonna like watch me just keep evolving within myself. And as I'm doing this, I want to share it with the world, share things, because if I'm learning this at 40 something years old, you know, for the first time or whatever I'm doing, that means I'm not the only person that may have been unaware of like whatever I'm talking about. (laughs) Uh, That's common. I'm convinced that that is common. I know it was true for me. It's Mm -hmm. true. I I think it's probably been true for like 90 to 95% 95% of the people who've been guests on this podcast, probably true for people who've been guests on your podcast as well. This is, this yeah. is a very common human experience. We yeah. go through something and then we realize afterward we went through it. We didn't know yeah. it when we were going through it. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I felt like, you know, okay, I'm evolving into becoming me. And I was like, oh my God, my name is perfect because all of us are unique. Mm-hmm. And let this platform be a place with anyone can feel safe in becoming themselves. That's beautiful. I love that. <laughs> Thank and it's you. important. It's really important. It, what, it, it's one of two themes that I like to hit upon a lot here on the podcast. Um, one is the importance of self-love, and that's what you're talking about with the, mm-hmm. you know, the self-actualization, self-knowledge, self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other part is what I call social connectedness, the connections that we have with others. Because to me, that's the magic formula. When you have both of those they're not only feeding each other, but they're also feeding your life. They're turning your life into the kind of life that you want. Uh-huh. Most yeah. Have, you know, so when, you, when you're talking about this idea of becoming unique, not just to, for yourself, but uh, being an example, because that's really what you are. You're an example to everyone who's following you. Mm-hmm. That, that's exciting because you're, what you're promoting is, yeah, let's let's take care of ourselves. Let's connect with each other. Let's do this. Let's do yeah. this thing called life. Yes, exactly. Let's do this thing called life. I like that. Right. You know, and then like what Michelle Obama said, like, you know, you it, it, life doesn't stop when you become an adult. Like you can keep going. You yeah, can how keep about going that? With this. It's not like, okay, I grew up, I became an accountant and this is what life is. If you wanted to go fly your airplane, why can't you go fly your airplane and you're Absolutely. you know, you're forty two years old? Why can't you study this at this time? Like why not? You why know, not? and that's that's kind of like one of my like um affirmations I like to say to myself, like, why not? Like, you know, yeah. not affi- you know, you know, not affirmations, but like um what do you call them? I can't even think I'm 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 like like tongue twisted right now. But just like one of the sayings that I like to say to myself. Mm-hmm. Oh mantras, sure. mantras. That's what I was well, looking mantras. for. Like, okay. like mantras. Yeah. Well, like, that qualifies. Huh? Yeah. That qualifies as a mantra. That's a good one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Exactly. And, and- I also, I, I'm somebody who likes to take something, because we express a lot of things in negative terms. I like to flip them around and express them in positive terms. Mm-hmm. So instead of why not, I think I'd probably say why yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you know, it, it, I I talk about the power of I am a lot um, mm. because uh, as I was telling you before we started the podcast, this podcaster I listened to, his name is Jim Quick. Um, mm-hmm. But 
I told you about something he told me by saying, you know, if you want to learn something, teach it. But another thing that he said that stuck with me is that two of the most smallest words, but the most powerful words in the English language is I am. Because what comes after it, after it, after it defines you. So, you know, a lot of times we are, you know, if, even if you're sick, you know, you may be like, I am sick. Oh, I'm sick. I'm always sick, you know, and let's flip it. I am healing because, you know, your cells, the universe is listening to you and whatever you're defining about yourself, that's what you're going to become. Uh So just bringing mindfulness to how powerful the I am is, you Mm. know, and catching yourself throughout the day. Like, you know, you can say, oh, I'm not good with this. Oh, I can't do that. All day long, you're you're saying these types of things to yourself and you're not even noticing it. It's like on autopilot. Right. Yeah. Truly on autopilot. And just having this conversation to bring the awareness behind the I am is just so, so important because, you know, it's, it's just important because I think that's kind of like getting down to the foundation of like, Self-care and self-love is just being mindful of that self-talk that we're having with ourselves. Totally. Oh, I I totally agree. In fact, I would go even a little bit further and say that our mindset not just defines how we feel about ourselves, defines what happens in all all of our life. Mm -hmm. Every single moment, every single step of the way, our mindset creates what's coming up next in some way, shape, or manner, or form. I mean, it's just going to. Yes. Um, And and like you're saying, we, we do have this tendency to beat ourselves up. We beat the crap out of ourselves with some of the ways that we think to ourselves. If we treated our best friend the way we treat ourselves, we wouldn't have a best friend. Exactly. (laughs) Right? Exactly. (laughs) We would be like, oh, no, telling the next one. Did you know what she said to me, girl? Mm -hmm. Like, how dare she talk to me? And yet you're saying the exact same things to yourself all the time. There's another one that goes along with it that I've been noticing, and I've been particularly noticing it myself lately, and I'm saying, okay, I really got to change this one. Mm -hmm. Because when you get off the track, if you can do it, it takes a little practice, and anybody can do it. But when you when you get off the track of beating yourself up, there's a tendency to want to beat other people up in your mind. Mm -hmm. And and it's like, it's almost worse. (laughs) Because you're still on the same negative track, you know? Yeah. You're, yeah, you're yeah, still... it's like you 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 want to try to pull out the negative in that person to make you feel good about yourself. Exactly. And yeah. you know, I, we have to try out our best, you know, because I know society has also brainwashed us to think that's the way to do things. Like mm-hmm. we're just putting examples mm-hmm. from all around us. Like it comes from somewhere as well, too. So you know, we're seeing examples within our household. We're seeing examples on meet on um the news, social media, and all these different places. And then, you know, it starts to become who we are. So this is also why it's very important for us to get really clear on who we are, what our values are, because if we are not like grounded and understand who we are, we have the opportunity for all of these negative seeds to come into play within ourselves. And then for all of these out outside influences to come in and check in and take and take root within us right exactly yeah and that's that's a scary prospect yeah I mean, let's be honest that's a really scary i remember the first time that i became aware of just how many negative thoughts i had it mm-hmm. scared the daylights out of me because mm-hmm. i did i had no idea how i was going to overcome all those thoughts yeah 
Yeah. It's terrifying. The mindfulness, like I said, just having this conversation and bringing the awareness around it. Because like I said, those thoughts are on autopilot. We don't even know we're having them. And it's just like something as simple as saying, like we may say, oh, this is too hard. This is too hard. And then, Mm -hmm. but now we then told ourselves we can't do it because it's too hard. But instead of saying it's too hard, we can say, you know what? Let me keep trying at this. I'll keep trying. Great. Yeah. You know, we got just starting to have awareness of it or, you know, even if you can't think of how to flip it around at that moment, maybe take note to it, pull out your phone, take a note and say, you know, what negative what you said. And then then when you get home or, you know, when you're sitting still sit there and think about how can I flip this, you know, flip it or even do a Google search. How, you know, what's the opposite of it's too hard. (laughs) Right. Yeah. um. Yeah. Or like you say, oh, I can't do this. Or, you know, you, and or you can question, how can I get better at this? Yeah. And then once you question, how can I get better at this? Then now, you know, we live in an amazing time where we have the access to the world wide right. web, where yeah. we have literally access to the world within yeah. our palms and our hands. Where 20 years ago, we did not have access to the world. Right. Like yeah. we literally would be like, I can't do this. And you would really believe it because you just if I you, was one. <laughs> yeah. And if and then also you're, you if you're a product of your environment and you just don't see anywhere around you that, you know, let's say you want to fly a plane, mm-hmm. I, you know, oh, that's so cool. Planes are flying in the air. I would love to do that, but I can't do that. And then now it's like, you know, now we have access to Google. How can I fly a plane? <laughs> and then you yeah. get resources, discovery class or whatever the case is. I'm just doing something really extreme, like flying the plane. But 20 years ago, you you would just be standing there. If you don't know a pilot, you don't know anyone that works in, you know, aviation, it'd be, it seemed impossible. But like now we have so much advantage in our hands where we can literally flip the negative thought was something we think we couldn't do by a Google search. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. I think there's another thing too that I found has really helped me a lot. And I'll be curious to know what your take is on it. Um, because like I said earlier, I mean, I was, I remember very clearly how I was overwhelmed by how many negative thoughts there were and how I was, how I was going to overcome all of that. Mm-hmm. And one, one of the earliest tips that uh, a guest on the podcast actually gave me was, well, Instead of worrying about all those negative thoughts, how about finding one that you're able to flip and then celebrating it? Because the mm-hmm. celebration actually helps to reinforce a new kind of loop that wasn't there before. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and that actually works really well. Because yeah. the more that you celebrate that kind of thing, the more you tend to focus on that kind of thing. Maybe not perfectly, yeah. but a lot more often. And that's really what we're aiming for. How, how can we increase the frequency of where we're giving our attention? Yeah, I, I think gratitude is a huge part of it. You know, um, a lot of times we find it so quick to find a complaint about something or a negative something. But how about holding gratitude for, um, you know, all the <laughs> all the amazing things that's happening? Have gratitude mm-hmm. that you was able to turn the shower on and you had hot water. Right. You know, sure. every single day, 300, let's say 364 days of the year, you turn the shower on and you have hot water. And then now, and you, and you never hold gratitude for it. But that one day the hot water is not working. Your life feels like it's coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. How dear this building not have hot water. Oh my, you know, and there's right. all this negative energy. But if we were to learn to hold gratitude for that hot water, 
every single day for the past 364 days that one day we didn't have hot water, we'd be okay with it. Yeah, you know, know, maybe the pipes are busted today. Things Mm -hmm. happen, you know, but you know what? The building's been doing really good. I've had hot water every single day. One day I can sacrifice one day without having hot water. And then the really great thing is the next day they fixed the water pipe. So they got the hot water again. Yeah. And then. You, even with reviews, and I'm guilty of this, like, I don't necessarily, like, you know, you get an item and you're being asked to review it. And it's like 99% of the time I don't review it. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I feel like my, my husband will say this all the time, like, if something comes out bad, go on the internet and give them a bad review. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. Because something didn't work according to the way, you know, he may feel it's supposed to work. And it's like, what you know people are so quick to give a bad review on something but what what about all those things that actually worked amazingly all the time or that salesperson that helped you you know a salesperson it could give you amazing customer service are we stopping you know you, you know to write that letter to the to the store manager someone mm-hmm. would really stop and write that store letter to the manager if something negative happened but mm. if we start to reshift and just start taking gratitude for all the amazing things that happen with us throughout the day it will start to shift the energy within ourselves and it's you know yes you know you may it may be hard at times you know because we just we take all of this for granted we take mm-hmm. that we're talking on the internet right now for granted right like, of this is a luxury it's like you know it's that yeah. like i hold so much gratitude for everything that we're able to do right now mm, you know yeah. so if something does go wrong if something is a little off i can be a little bit i could be more okay with that because i just held so much space to be grateful for all that is going right that's beautiful i love that i'm, I'm reminded of something too my background is in it I was one of the very earliest computer adapters back in the early 1980s, and that actually became a basis for my career to basically help other people with computers because they couldn't handle computers. Mm-hmm. And I remember very early on, one of the things that I ran into was that people were deathly afraid they were going to break the computer if they hit the wrong button. And I mm-hmm. had to kind of train them out of that mentality. And I tried a number of different approaches. You know what approach actually worked the best? The one that worked the best was when I said to them, you know, we get upset when the computer doesn't do what we expect or, you know, there's an error or doesn't have the right connection or whatever, you know, the problem may be. But that's not what's so amazing about computers. What's so amazing about computers is that they work at all. Yeah. And when you think about that way, all of a sudden you say, yeah, how do they work? How does that actually do that? Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Exactly. Exactly. Because we don't have to be doing this. Our ancestors wasn't doing this. Not at all. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, and the funny thing is, when I explained that to somebody who was having trouble with it, I think it did two things. First of all, it distracted them from the fact they were frustrated by whatever it was they couldn't quite get. Mm-hmm. But the other thing it did is it gave them a sense of appreciation they hadn't had a minute ago. Like, yeah, yeah. This, is, this is actually pretty cool. And when you can appreciate the thing that's kind of frustrating you, mm-hmm. you stop being so frustrated. Now you, because, because you can't feel both appreciation and frustration at the same time. You can feel exactly. one, you can feel the other, you can't really feel both of them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Appreciation. Yeah, it goes right along with the gratitude. Just appreciative for what we already have instead of like, you know, 
being in a place of like, oh, I wish I, I wish I could have this. Like, appreciate what you already got. Because <laughs> a lot of times that's what also keeps us in a place of, you know, sometimes, you know, stuckness or sadness because we're thinking about what we wish we had yeah. instead of appreciating what's already here at this moment. It's hard to remember that sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's important to remember it because yeah. that's the way out. That, yeah. that, that's the escape route. We just the kind of, we, we skip it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's so easy when you go, when you realize that that's the, the escape route, like, oh yeah, I don't have to be fretting anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like we want, like, it's like, it's like we want the universe or God to graduate us to the next thing, but the universe is looking is like, I can't send you there. You're not even appreciating what you got here. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> exactly. So how long have you been doing um, uh, Becoming Unique? How long have you been doing your podcast? Um, I started um, in 2020 during okay. the pandemic. So June of 2020. Perfect time. So, um, we just, I just made two years. I'm a little over two years. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, it's a beautiful platform, you know. Uh, it's, it's, I, I say it's a lifestyle podcast with a focus around wellness. Mm-hmm. So, you know, every week is different. One week I may be talking, having a dietitian on to talk about gut health. And the next week I'm having a conversation with someone just about being enough. So it's, it's, it's a place for you to vibrate higher. So all of the conversations that I am having on the podcast with, you know, a professional, whatever field that I'm speaking with, it's going, it's coming from a place for all of us to, you know, for everyone to take, um, if they're open to take it to, um, to vibrate higher, you know, it's high vibration, new content, you know, if we're talking, like I said, if we're talking about gut health and you bringing awareness around this and, you know, awareness around your diet. And so this is for you to vibrate higher. This is for you to, you know, be within your body vibrating higher. And the same thing, having the conversation about being enough is kind of similar to this conversation here. You know, just bringing awareness into, you know, the self-talk we're having with ourselves how we feel about ourselves, the self-care, the self-love, just bringing awareness to all of that. Because a lot of times I feel like in the society that's moving faster and faster every day, everyone is looking for the magic blue pill, but there is no magic blue pill. It's about being consistent with you know, it, with the formula or the prescription that you have to create for yourself. And I say that also, like, you know, it's a, it, what may work for me may be completely different from what works for you. So mm-hmm. it's about you creating your prescription. And this po- and my podcast is about presenting you with plenty of informative information, with tools that you take from it, which you take from it. You don't have to say, oh, I, you know, that dietitian says I need to do X, Y, and Z. She gave you the tools and you take from it what you need to take out that toolbox and everything that may not be for you because every one of us, you know, are created different. And what may work for me may be completely different from what works for you. And if you know about Ayurvedic, you know, like there's different doshas. So like me and my husband are like complete opposites. Like he is like fire. Like it's like he's hot. I'm cold. Like, you know, so like our diets need to be different. Like I love to just have soup all the time when he will just eat ice cream all day. And it's oh like, my. you know, like he needs more cooling. I need more warm. So 
that that's just like a little example of like, you know, but that we need to all come to a place of understanding our own prescription within mm-hmm. life. And it's not just with, with the food that we're taking within our body. It's also about the action that we take in and with ourselves and, you know, realizing what what's going to work for you. So, yeah, so the so the podcast is definitely a safe place where you can be well and you can be you. And I definitely, you know, with every episode, it's not just getting like what's A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Like it's also getting that little, you know, those talks in between about, you know, allowing us to be safe, allowing us to feel well within ourselves. You know, I'll ask extra questions like, what what does your self-care look like? What is the affirmation that you work with? You know, also bringing those elements in with it as well as whatever topic they need to talk about as well. But by the way, I want to jump back to a a comment you made. I want to turn around a little bit because you made Uh the very valid point that there's there's no uh, magic blue pill. Uh, But in a sense, there actually is one. The difference is that we're the ones who make the pill. Because like mm-hmm. you said, we're the ones who get to decide, I'm going to choose that tool. I'm not going to choose this one. I I, I basically put my pill together. And when I yeah. put it all together, it actually is magic. Because yeah. what it ends up producing is kind of cool, really. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to let you talk about that. I'm going to let you talk about that for a second because I got a cat that wants to come in the door. So you can talk. I'll be back in about 20 seconds. It's about, like you said, creating your magic blue pill is about creating your prescription. So what is your prescription and putting, and it, it's about you putting all of the tools. It's about you putting all the tools together to create your personal prescription. And once you get your personal prescription together, then you have created your unique magic blue pill. That's beautiful. I love that. I love that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Really, really good. And, and you're really hitting on something that's very important. We have to take ownership of mm-hmm. our own lives in all aspects, because if we don't, we're let, we're basically going by somebody else's rules, exactly. going by somebody else's decisions. We're going mm-hmm. by what, you know, what, what somebody else thinks is right for us. And the mm-hmm. moment we take ourselves out of that equation, we're basically giving away our power. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, cause that's where our greatest power is. Our choices are our greatest form of power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is why I, I think I said earlier on that, you know, to get rooted within yourself and un- and get clarity on what what works for you. What do you even like having these conversations with you and getting clear with yourself? Because if you are not rooted within yourself, the outside has plenty of opportunity to get rooted within you and they may not even agree with you. And so now you're not even in sync with what you're supposed to be in sync with. And you can't understand why you're angry and you're upset and you're unhappy and all of these elements are within you because you, you know, a lot of times we're not allowing the outside to take root within us. And, you know, and it comes from so many different ways, including, you know, advertisements, mm-hmm. teachers, parents, like, you know, people that we think are safe, you know, the, the, products that we think are safe you know it, and so on it, and it's if we don't have our full understanding and ask questions and and be okay with not agreeing with what maybe <laughs> maybe the, the the masses are saying if it doesn't agree it doesn't mean they're wrong just hold space for everyone else and hold space for you you know especially since we live in a society that tries very hard to push our buttons yeah 
I mean, that, you mentioned advertising. That's one of the main purposes of advertising, to push the buttons. Uh, you mentioned the news. That's what the news does. The news pushes the buttons. Weather reports. Have you ever seen a weather report that that emphasized how wonderful and sunny and warm the day was? No, it's yeah. all about the hurricane is starting off the coast of yeah, Florida. That's what Details at 11. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it gets you all wowed up. And this is why, you know, I feel like so many people are living with so much anxiety now, right. you know, because of these elements like the news, you know, getting the anxiety worked up in people. My goodness, like, it, it, it's, you know, this is going to happen. And, oh, my God, like, if I walk, the, if I take an airplane, it's going to cry, you know. Oh, my God, like, it's like. You know, but how about all of the beautiful things that's constantly happening every day? Right. And we take that less than 1% of something that happens and we glorify it all over the news, you know, to put this anxiety of millions of people. Mm -hmm. so, Absolutely yeah. true. Absolutely true. And now I'm kind of curious about something because you live in Manhattan. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. that's the concrete jungle. It does yes. have beautiful Central Park. I mean, it's, it's a gorgeous um, green area there within uh, the central, the center of uh, Manhattan. But I'm curious because where I live, I, I live, I live outside Hartford, Connecticut, so it's kind of a semi-suburban rural area. Mm -hmm. And I like to get out a lot. I like to get out to nature because that's one of my best places to go, just to kind of reorient myself, kind of get back into alignment myself, and to get all to wash all that stuff away. So I'm curious, in an urban environment, how do you go about doing that? You know. For me personally, with my personal prescription, I don't necessarily think I need the outdoors to okay. um, wash everything away. I think me just being within my stillness, quiet, okay. helps me wash away, you know, with all of the external energies that may have jumped attached onto me. That's just me um, personally. I mean, I do have a park that's directly like across the street from me um, nice. that I can walk through, but it's the urban environment. Right. Central Park as well, too. There's hundreds of people there at the same time. It's true, yeah. So it, it, I wouldn't necessarily call that a retreat for me, mm. for me to go to Central Park and, and, and say, oh, I need to get out there in nature or I need to go to the park across the street from my home that has trees and and, and, and nature, but like I say, there, you know, there's homeless people laying on the bench, you know, there's a lot of energy out there. Right. So, you know, so for me personally, you know, I, it, I just know for me sitting on the couch, just being still, being quiet, not saying anything, being in my own meditation is, is good enough for me. But then again, like I said, that's, my prescription and like yeah. you said, your prescription is getting out there into, into nature. So, uh, yeah, so that, and that's also something to be mindful of because a lot of like, you know, um, wellness platforms may be saying, get out into nature and cleanse yourself. But then I'm like, okay, they're telling me to go out into nature, but then now I, I don't feel cleansed because now I'm picking up on all of these people's energies around me. So another thing to be, um, mindful of, of these things too, because then someone may, think like I'm in nature. They told me this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm telling me this is what I'm supposed to do and can't realize they're still having all this anxiety, but then didn't realize because they're surrounded by hundreds of other people. <laughs> you know, just you know, like this is stuff that we have to start to put in our you know, question. And, and anybody who's ever um, not necessarily lived in a city, perhaps visited a city like I have, you know, visited New York or Boston yeah. or Philly or something like that. Um, 
if, especially if you're used to living outside of a city, when you go into the city, you feel that huge increase in energy, yeah. a massive increase. Uh, yeah. and, and it can affect different people in different ways. Actually, with me for many years, it created just created anxiety just being in the city. I could handle it for like a day, maybe yeah. two days. After that, I was a, I was a bleeding mess. <laughs> like, it was awful. Let me get home. <laughs> yeah, right. I got to get I out of here. The sites. I, I yeah, it, the sites. Exactly. But... Yeah. But I, I would think that living in that environment day to day, I would think that actually becomes a strengthener. I would think that because you're constantly faced with that, you have to develop your own methods, your own tools, like what you described, going within yourself, being still within yourself, in order to handle the fact that you're constantly inundated by that energy. Am I, am I wrong about that? Um, again, also, um, I said earlier how me and my husband are two completely different people, so we receive things um, differently. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've had any podcasters on talking about the human design. Sure. Mm-hmm. What are you? I'm a manifesting generator. Okay. <laughs> so you, uh, and I'm a projector. <laughs> ah, okay. And, um, so my energy is low. <laughs> so I, 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 you know, I see the energy. I'm not the energy. You are the energy. Got it. So, so with someone like, um, me be, and also my type is I absorb. That's why, I, that's why I also said I know I need to be ah. home. Because I go out there and now everyone's energy is jumping on me and I'm, I'm, I get in the house, I'm drained. <laughs> and I'm aware, I'm aware of it as well too. And so I know, you know, and even like, um, the past couple of days, I felt like I had, a, um, I don't know, not so busy, maybe not busy for someone else, maybe not so busy for a generator, but busy yeah. for me. And, even though I may have mentally wanted to go out to yoga class and, and do some activities today, I stayed in because I knew I needed to recover from taking on all of that, um, mm. the energies from the days, from the days before. So again, getting to know yourself and being aware of, of this type of stuff, because I know like generically we may be told to do these things, but you know, there's also still an energy in the city that's like no other that is still, I don't know. It's like, you feel like you still need to be a part of it for some reason. I can't mm-hmm. believe what it is. Um, that's why I think people stay in, in live in shoe boxes. That's four by four with 15 roommates and pay too much money for rent. <laughs> and you know, because there is an energy that is like no other, but if you are looking for a place of peace of mind and so on, just being mindful of that for yourself. Mm. It makes sense. It makes mm-hmm. sense because since you are inundated by it every single day, yeah, it's going to come down to one of two things. You're either able to use that energy to, in some way, take it in and and be empowered by it, or you're going to be fighting it. There's not a whole lot yeah. of in between. It's going to be one of those two things. Yeah. So you exactly. need to have a strategy for handling it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I think you know, like everything in life, like I think I, you know, we learn to adjust, you know, you, you, to your environment. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you were born in this, you just understand how to adjust. <laughs> or if you were just dropped off in this, you know, in the woods, like you just, you learn to, you learn to adjust. But I think the conversation today is like, okay, you're learning to adjust, but for your well-being, for your self-care, you know, be mindful of everything. If you are angry, if you're exhausted, if you are t- like, just take all of those into, into your mindset and then now question it. Why? 
how, how can I work with this? How can I, you know, go along with um, fixing, not fixing, but addressing it, mm-hmm. addressing, yeah. addressing these elements. And what so, you're really talking about is building self-knowledge. Yeah, self-knowledge, exactly. That's that's perfect. Self, no. <laughs> self-knowledge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like I said earlier, like, you know, if you, if you, you know, like the chakra system, it's like the first chakra is the, you know, the root. Like, just like, that's the goal. Like, get yourself rooted. Bring that self-awareness, you know, you know, get rooted. (laughs) Because like I said, if you don't get rooted, (laughs) those outside forces are going to come and start getting rooted within you. Yeah. It's a choice, right? Which which one is going to be? You get to decide. Is it going to be what you select or is it going to be what something else selects? Yeah. And like I said, this conversation is bringing awareness because sometimes we don't even know we have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. We just, like I said at the beginning, you know, I arrived here and I said, okay, I'm here. And I thought this was it. This was the destination, but there Mm -hmm. is no destination. We're we're constantly um, evolving or we have the opportunity to evolve if we um, choose to move that way. But we have to put the work in, you know, it's not going to happen. One of the more interesting perspectives that was brought to me here on the podcast was somebody who came on and said um, that life, is, from an eternal perspective, is the equivalent of a weekend vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really interesting. <laughs> a weekend vacation. <laughs> when you look at it from the perspective, we are eternal beings, right? I mean, yeah. we're, 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 we always have been, we always will be. So from that perspective, the amount of time that we're here is this little tiny segment. It's, it's, yeah. it's like a weekend vacation. It's a getaway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, so let's make the best of it. Let's right. Exactly. It because, you know, the one thing you can't get back is time. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. money you can lose and you can regain it back. You can lose your home and regain another home back. But time, you can't get that back. So whatever time has passed, you can't go. We say, oh, let me go get, let me just go get more of that. Like you, whatever, you know, you just got what's left <laughs> in that bank and the bank of time, you know, whatever is past is past, but now we just have what's left and it's okay. unknown. So we don't know exactly how much time. So why not make the best of it? So carpe diem sees the day. Yeah, definitely. Every single day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's an important reminder. Every single mm-hmm. day is precious. It is. It really is. And ultimately, we only have now anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's we don't have tomorrow. Tomorrow isn't even promised. Yeah. Yesterday, yesterday this, is this gone. Moment. Yeah. So, yeah. Yesterday was it? Like yesterday was is history. Today is you know tomorrow's um mystery, and today is the present. Or yeah, there you go. I like that. It's something like that. It goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. It, well, it's just another reminder that we have what is here right now. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And that's actually, the, the, that's part of the, the challenge, I think. We were talking quite a bit here about, you know, the negative thoughts that we deal with and how, you know, the strategies for overcoming them. Probably the, the biggest, best strategy I know is to just bring yourself back to right now and recognize yeah. that all those thoughts you're having probably had to do with the past, might have something to do with the future, mm-hmm. but have almost nothing to do with right now. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. You know, and I'm a yogi and a lot of times, you know, it's, um, you know, the teacher will instruct you to bring it back to your breath because Mm. your breath is happening right now. And when you are focusing on your breath, 
you're in this moment. And I didn't, you know, and it's, it's the breath that we should be going back to. It's called the Ujjayi breath. And it's a breath where you're inhaling through your nose and exhaling through your nose. And that's a conscious breath. Mm. We're usually breathing unconsciously. So we're not thinking about the breath. Mm. But when you're in that pose, if you're thinking about yesterday and what he said, she say, and all that type of stuff, and then you bring it back to that breath, you're in that moment. You're in, because now it's like, Inhale to those, exhale to those. Now you, you, now you're losing those thoughts of like yesterday, tomorrow, and all that type of stuff. Bringing it to that very present moment because this is the only true moment that is happening. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. This is the only, only moment that is truly happening at this moment. But I was just realizing as you were saying that. This is probably one of the main reasons why I love podcasting. Probably the same for you. Because when you do a podcast, you have to be in the current moment. Mm-hmm. You really can't be in the future or the past because you can't do a good podcast that way. Yeah. It's not possible. Yeah. Especially when you're doing it conversationally like this, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I have to be listening to you. I have to be absorbing what you're saying. The only way to mm-hmm. do that is to stay now. Yep. And I start thinking about what you're making for dinner. <laughs> right. Onions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> and that's. And, and when you learn to do that, when you learn to stay in the now and be a part of the conversation right now, there's joy in that. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a great deal of joy in that. Yeah, it is. I think it, it kind of surprised me. It's to be a honest. gift. It is a gift. It's a it gift. It really too. is. Mm-hmm. And it was a surprise. It was, it, it was a surprise gift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you never know what you're going to receive in that gift. True. As well, too. Yeah. And if we're, if we're, you know, thinking about like, oh, like even trying to think about, you know, um, what you think you should say and not, and not receiving what the person's giving you, you know, mm-hmm. you're losing the gift of the value of what they may have had to tell you. So having, being, being able to be engaged in the conversation in that present moment is truly a gift because you just never know what you may receive. Totally, totally agree. Uh, in fact, mm-hmm. that's been one of my favorite points to to make over the, the years, which is I love the perspectives. Yeah. I have more appreciation for perspective now than I've ever had in my life. Some simply just from doing this podcast and, and listening to so many perspectives, not all of which that I agreed with. In fact, yeah. the ones that I disagreed with actually were better in some ways because mm-hmm. they gave me a perspective I hadn't thought about and, and, and invited me to appreciate that perspective in a way I hadn't appreciated it before. Yeah. Of course, that's when I do my greatest growth, right? So I yeah. really value appreciate the uh, the perspective. I think perspectives is wonderful. Yeah, exactly. Like, it wouldn't be any fun if we're, like, all the same all the time. Like, oh God. It, it's predictable. So boring, huh? Yeah, and so, <laughs> and so, and so predictable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah. So that's that's beautiful. I'm happy that we brought awareness and more mindfulness to that because, you know, mm-hmm. that's when things, you know, some, a lot of times things I feel like have to be on repetition. Like we may hear something, you hear it, it kind of flies by, but if if it keeps coming, that's why commercials are constantly coming at you. Because right. if you see that commercial one time, oh, but if it keeps drilling in your head that you must have whatever they're trying to sell you, then now you're going into Target and you're like, oh, yeah. I, I, I hear I'm supposed to have that right there. I, I keep seeing stuff about it. 
Mm-hmm. You know? And then the same thing with bringing the mindfulness about this stuff that I feel like is high vibrational conversation, you know, because it's about this person elevating within them lies with their mindset, their thinking, you know, it's, it's just so important. So I'm always so grateful for these conversations because it just brings the mindfulness around it, the mindfulness of the, the, the self-talk that I am, the present moment. This is all the stuff like, and you don't have to bite any of this. This is all stuff that you have within yourself. Mm, you don't true. have to buy a $200 cream for your happiness. Nope. You can if you want to. You, you can, but you don't have to. Like you, don't but have to. Having these conversations and just, you know, with tools that we are capable of having within ourselves is next level. Yes. Totally agree with that. Totally agree. You also have a book, too. You, you wrote a book on this topic. What's, what's, the, what's, the, what's the book called again? Actually, it's a, it's a self-care book and it's called, um, oh, yeah, your guide to bringing more acts of self-care workbook. Um, and I put, workbook. Oh, okay. yeah, I put in the subtitle, you hold the key to your life's journey. Cause I wanted that to be the reminder that you, you hold the key just as we've been talking about the prescription, like, you know, um, throughout this podcast as well too. Like everyone's prescription is is gonna be different. And you hold that you, we may all have keys, but just remember my key will not open the door to your to your house. Mm-hmm. And your key will not open the door to my house. So we have to remember that we hold the keys to our own life's journeys. We don't have to look for someone else's key to open our door. We have the key and it's up to us to be aware of it, bring the mindfulness to it. Be like, you know what? This is my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is my life. So this book is um, a self-care book um, because I really, truly feel that self-care is for all of us, not for just someone that's stressed out or the mommy that doesn't have any time on her hands. That self-care is for every single person every single person, male or female. (laughs) And um, I didn't realize I was missing self-care five years ago. I had absolutely no idea I was missing it. But, you know, once I started to unknowingly go in my journey and start, you know, gathering all of these tools, I didn't look to gather the tools, but with listening to podcasts and get putting literature, you know, listening to Audible and just starting to on social media, follow a different type of, you know, person where I'm gaining all of these tools, you know, mm-hmm. the conversation we're having today for whoever is ready to receive it. They should be, they should have been able to grab some tools from this episode. I feel like we definitely spoke some very high vibrational informative information. And so as I started gathering these tools by just putting myself in the places to, to gather them, then I started to realize, wait a minute, I'm, I'm creating self-care for myself, you know? And then the conversation constantly kept coming up about self-care. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute. I, I, I had everything in this book wasn't in my lifestyle, um, just five years ago. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's a, it's a small but mighty book. It's just under a hundred pages. But it's a book that's expected to take you over the next three months. So it's 12 chapters, 12 weeks. So each chapter is expected to take you over a week. Okay. So, you know, just to kind of give you an example, the second chapter is affirmations. And we talked about the power of I am. So 
I'm giving you the talk of like reminding you how powerful the words I am are, are and to be mindful of that. I did not have affirmations five years ago. I did not speak these high vibrational words to myself. I did not say things like I am worthy of a beautiful life. Like just these, you know, and if I, like I said, if I didn't have this at 40 something years old, that means other people are walking around not having these tools in their, in their toolkit. So we go through, so this, so example of week two is affirmations. So every day you show up to this book and you go through your, your five affirmations for that day. And then, you know, um, so day one, you know, I am worthy of a beautiful life. I am a blessing. I love myself. I am enough. In the, in the fifth affirmation, you fill in the blank. Now you take the opportunity to find out what resonates with you. And then I ask questions after each day, you know, a question about the, af- whatever, you know, the affirmations were, you know, do you believe in the, a- the affirmations when you say them to yourselves? Now it's time for you to get honest and, and start talking with yourself. Again, these are uh, uh, starting to build roots within yourself. Because it's very, it's very easy to be shallow and it from, oh, I know what affirmations are. I don't need that stuff. I know who I am and stuff like that. But allowing you to have questions to start digging deeper. Do you like them? And I'm not telling you that you have to have affirmations within your life when you walk away from this book. But I say this, this week we're focusing on affirmations at the end. How do you feel about this? Will you be keeping them? Do you know will you apply them in your in your in your lifestyle? So like once we get to the chapter three, I'm like, we're not gonna talk about affirmations anymore, but be mindful to see where you can fit them within your life. Do you say them when you're feeling down? Do you say them in the morning? You know, but now you have this tool that you can go dig in your toolkit to get when you need to when you need to grab them it's not you know and it's up to you to create your prescription after playing with all of these tools that i have um supplied in the book so you know i'm not saying at the end of this book you need to have affirmations journaling meditation and you know all of these acts movement in your life i'm introducing them to you and then allowing you to dig within yourself to see how can you apply these tools within your life to make your personal prescription that goes back that goes back to what we were talking about earlier about creating your own magic blue pill because when you when you do have the tools to draw upon you Mm -hmm. can be selective and it doesn't take all that much time to figure out this tool i love that one that one doesn't work so well for me so i'll leave that one for the moment but this one over here i love so i'm going to combine that with the first one you can you can literally start piecing your own tool set together the one that works for you just the way you were describing it yeah. And even like at the, uh, on the last day of affirmations, I leave the affirmations blank. Now it's up to you to write your mm-hmm. own affirmations. I was saying my, the affirmations that I, I said, but right. they may not have resonated for you. You know, so now that you understand what affirmations are at this point after six days of saying them, having conversation about them in the book and um in writing, answering questions. Now, you know, hopefully you will be equipped with understanding it on the level where you can say, what do I need to say for myself to bring my vibration in a higher place? And like you were saying, it's really valuable to have that tool set available to you because you've taken the time to kind of piece it together because Mm -hmm. life throws things at us. Life throws things at us all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, we live in a world of contrast and polarity, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff happens. 
Yeah. And when stuff happens, especially when the worst stuff happens, you need the tool set. That's exactly. when you need it the most. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it's almost like it's an exam at that point. Okay, did you study? Did you do all of your tool putting together? If you didn't, you're gonna have a hard time getting through this hard thing that you're going through right now. Exactly. But if you have your tool set. Ah, now you're gonna get through it a little bit easier. Exactly. Again, getting those roots, like getting yourself rooted and planted so you can, like you said, when life throws that curveball at you, you're there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm rooted. What do I need to pull out my toolkit to keep me safe right now? So, That's a really yeah. good thing. Thank you. Uh, talk a little bit. We, we, we've, we've kind of uh, talked around the importance of, of developing self-care, self-love, self-appreciation. But I want to zero in on what that means to you. When you think of the words self-care, self-love, what do you think of? I think of it being individualistic because when it comes to self-care and self-love, what may work for me may be completely different from what works for you. So I say it's very individualistic. You know, for example, my daughter said to me the other week, um, she, she had her clothes all over the floor and she, she, she's into fashion. So she was like, Oh, I love, you know, I, and she was like, if she said, it makes me so happy to put my outfits together to, you know, create these outfits, mm. put these accessories and all this type of stuff. She said, it makes me happy. And she truly does. Like when she goes out every day, it's like, Oh my God, your outfit. Oh, you know, people see it. <laughs> Because she's pouring her love into what she does there. Yeah. Me, I have absolutely no desire. If someone put an outfit in front of me and said, create this this amazing look, I'll be like, oh. <laughs> so that, that's not that's not love for me. That's not self-care for me. For her, mm-hmm. that's self-care. That's self-love. Because she's working with something that draws love without, out, outside of her. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like, oh. I know they say maybe I'm a girl. I should put, I play with clothes and put outfits together, but I have no desire to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it so that's why I say it's very individualistic. You know, like people may say, "Oh, do self care," and the journaling is all about self care. And someone may be like, "Yo, I can't handle it. I can't sit with this book. It doesn't make any sense to me." Even though every person is saying it. It doesn't work. So that's why I have to say it's very individualistic. You got to figure out what does self-love and self-care look like for you. Yeah, it's basically getting to know yourself on a deeper level. Yes, getting to know yourself and yeah. seeing what lights the fire within you. And that's where you're going, you know, to find that... um that love and that self-care within yourself because you know you're not forcing yourself to do it it's natural and that's the other thing you want flow you don't want restriction and all that you know fighting but everyone says you're supposed to do it this way Mm -hmm. yeah you know you want flow so i say individualistic and flow that's beautiful i really love that thank you as usual, we fly through an hour and all of a sudden, you know, like, oh, my God, we're almost done. We can't, we can't end this. This is this is too good. A couple of things we've got to do before we finish up. First of all, you got to tell people how do they find the book and how do they find your podcast? Oh, thank you. Um, well, the book is on Amazon. So you, uh, the title is so long. <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, I'm sure you have it in the show notes. But I'll, you know, I'll include it in. Yes. Yes, your guide to bringing more acts of self care by Unique Figueroa. You can just put in my my name, and then the book pop will pop right back up. It's on Amazon as of now. Um, but maybe when you're listening to it, maybe in Target, maybe in Walmart. I don't maybe, know. That'd be cool. Is yes. Why not? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> why not? So. um so yes, and then also becoming unique podcast is basically available on all podcast streaming apps, or at least all the popular ones, which is um, Apple, Spotify, you know, Audible, iHeartRadio, you know, I guess the list can keep going. The Google, um, yeah. So you can find becoming unique on all of those platforms, and there is tons of information out there, um, you know, that you can find on the Becoming Unique podcast. Um, Ayurvedic doshas, Ayurvedic morning routines, gut health, and like it can just keep going on and on and on, on you know topics for us to all vibrate higher within our lives. That's a beautiful thing. I'm really loving yeah. that. Um, one other thing I gotta tell you too. Uh, well, two things I gotta tell you. <laughs> First thing I gotta tell you is I, I love what you're doing. I mean, Me I really love what you're doing. You're doing some great stuff. Um, Thank you. I, I love that you found a way to bring your name into it in a really <laughs> cool way because I mean, we're talking about stuff that lots of people have talked about in lots of different ways. Mm-hmm. But as you pointed out, you have to do do all this. You have to put your tool set together. You have to know yourself well enough to know how to put your own tool set together. You have to know your own likes and dislikes, mm-hmm. your own preferences. That's what being unique is all about. So when you when I hear you talking about your podcast becoming unique, that's what I hear. Yeah. That's exactly what I hear. How to do exactly that. And I'm loving that. That's really, really cool. Okay. The other thing I need to do too before we, we part company is um, something I, I do with all my guests because everybody who comes onto this program is a giver. You know, you are certainly a giver. You've been giving um, with your, your podcast for the last two years. You're giving with your workbook, with all the, the, the appearances that you make, the stuff that you write. Um, and there are many, many people you've reached and touched, many of whom you'll never meet. You'll never see them. You'll, you don't know yeah. who they are. Right. That, that mm-hmm. the listeners of the podcast or the listeners of the podcast you're on, all that kind of stuff. And there's so many of them. I think we need to be recognizing the impact that each of us are having on all those people that we never meet and never see. So on behalf of all those people you've never met, you've never seen, who you've done so much for, I want to thank you for all you've been giving to them and all, all that you're continuing to give to them in the days, weeks, months and years ahead. So thank oh. you. Thank you. I received that. I received you giving me, me my flowers and, you know, the same to you. Namaste. So <laughs> the Thank light you. in me honors the light in you. And, um, yeah, the same to you. Thank you. Thank you so much for um, doing what you do and, and for so long now and just spreading the word on um, what you're doing and a happy life and a life full of abundance and all of the positivity because <laughs> we have enough ne- negativity out there. There's so plenty beautiful. of that. Yeah. We don't need to fill that in. No. <laughs> yeah. It's so beautiful that you, you know, you have continued to keep a platform full of positivity and high vibration. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. Yeah. So thank, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining me today. Um, Jody Lynn will be sad that she missed this one, but she'll listen to it. I'm sure. And uh, thank you to our podcast listeners everywhere. We will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>